say thank you this evening Lord God but we thank you the Lord truly you are in this house oh Lord God and but we thank you that you're not in the four squares of this house but Lord you're in this tabernacle that you build to God in a people in this age of our Lord God revealing yourself oh Lord God to us oh Lord and, but we just want to say thank you oh God but we thank you for your presence here this evening oh God and, but we want to stay in your presence oh God and we don't just want to stay in your presence, but Lord, we want to walk in your presence of God. And we want to live in your presence of God. And Father, we just pray this evening, Lord, are you move in a sovereign way, O oh God. And we pray, Lord, are you, you move the speaker so you, O oh God. And Father, we pray that you speak and you hear, Lord, for the true people, O oh God. And Father, you know every need here, O oh God. I pray, Lord, are you meet with them, O oh God. And Father, Lord, you, there are notes, O oh Father, that lies in front of me, Lord, this evening, O oh God. But Father, I just pray, O oh God, you speak tonight, O oh God. Father, we need to move off the notes. Let us go off the notes, O oh Lord. Whatever you want to do, O oh Lord, you are the discerner and the thoughts and intents of the people, Lord. So we ask that you have the preeminence, O oh Lord. That you go from person to person, O oh God. That you reveal yourself personally to everyone to say, O oh God. Father, we don't want to get out of this building the same way we came in, Father. Father, we want to walk out of this place, O oh Lord, drawn closer to you, O oh Lord. I want to walk out of this place, O oh Lord, to change people, O oh Lord, and anointed people, O oh God. The people, O oh Lord God, are the saturated with the power of God, O oh Lord. Oh God, we pray, O oh Lord God, have the preeminence this evening, Lord. Lord, we want to see you in a greater way, Lord. We know the end is near, O oh Lord. There are many promises that lays in the Bible, Lord, that is waiting for someone to pick them up, O oh God. Father, may we be the people tonight who pick up those promises, Lord, and make this boy believe again, Lord. Lord, we may be a living message, a living and walking message of God, Lord. Oh, Lord, won't you have the preeminence tonight, Father? We come with ourselves to you and ask all this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. Greet you on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, musicians. Brother Jeff, God bless you. And thank you all for the specials this evening. Brother John, thank you for singing that song. And Brother, Brother, Brother Mark, God bless you. And the testimony you shared, God bless you. Amen. And we're trusting in the Lord this evening. Amen. We, we thank the Lord for the service this morning, Brother Ed. Amen. We sang to Brother Ed in the back of the office. Amen. He... He took everything we we're supposed to speak this evening, so, amen. But I believe the Spirit of the Lord is leading. 
Friends, this man can all put this together. I mean, I sat in the service this morning, and I was shocked. I, I didn't talk to Brother Ed. I, I didn't. There's no way we had any communication for the last while, and it couldn't have been man, it was God. Because most of the time, almost everything he spoke of was everything that was in the Norton. And we're not going to change it. Amen. Because I believe that the Holy Spirit is not done. But I believe that we need to pay heed also. Amen. Because if in three services he's been saying the same thing last week, he started from Wednesday, Brother Moses, this morning again, and this evening he's still on the same thing, I think we need to start to pay heed. Not just pay heed, but let the word live. Amen. I believe the Lord wants to do greater things, but he, he really wants our attention now. Amen. Amen. Let's take a Bible, say man, this evening. A happy new year to everyone and sure glad to be in this year and we want to say we love every one of you. Thank you for all your, your support in every way. You, you do support me and really want to say God bless you. Amen. Let's open to the book of Judges this evening. I really appreciate the young people. You know, they always make my home a lovely place and a lively place. So God bless you. Amen. Thank you for always showing up when when I don't expect. Amen. But I love it that way. Amen. Judges chapter 3 verse 31. And then we'll go to Revelation 5 verse 1 to 5. 1 to 5. Amen. Judges chapter 3 verse 31. Amen. And after him was Shamgar the son of Anat, which slew of the Philistines 600 men with an, with an ox god. And he also delivered Israel. Amen. Let's go to Revelation. Revelation chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. Amen. Amen. And I saw on the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the back side, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to lose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven, nor on earth, nor neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no, no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said to me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, had prevailed to open the book and to lose the seven seals thereof. Amen. May the Lord ask his blessing to the reading of the word you might have you see. It. Amen. Amen. We, we're just going to pick up from where it was, was left this morning. Remember, it ended on the scripture that was saying, we've come past this mountain for a long time, but it's time to turn northward. Amen. Our title this evening is Breaking the Cycle. Amen. Breaking the Cycle. Brother Ed was, was talking a lot about the cycle and the circles that we go through. But I believe it is the season to break the cycle. Amen. It's the time to break the cycle that we've been running in. You see, Satan was so much like to have a church that is cold and formal. Satan doesn't like a church that is filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. He doesn't like to see a people that are on fire for God or a people that are completely dedicated or surrendered to God. 
But you see, you want to see a cold in a formal church, a church that is just going to bait and just going through the motions and being satisfied about going through the motions. Amen. You know, that's the kind of church that Satan would like to see. You know, you like to see a church that is relaxed and, and is lukewarm. Amen. A church that is satisfied with just the one-off experience that they had some time ago. And, and, you know, just relying on that to say, you know, I had an experience with God 20 years ago. And, and you know, that's good enough for me. I don't need any more filling up the Holy Ghost. And, and I am good. I've got the message and I can read it and I know all the codes. You know, that's the kind of church to say the one would like to see. Amen. You like to see a church that have no conviction for sin. Amen. That you know, even if we do wrong, we have no conviction. It can bring the people to a place that they've got so much pride in their heart that they think they never wrong. Are you with me this evening? They think that they never wrong and they never apologize. They never say sorry. They always right. You know, that's the kind of church that Satan will like. That's the kind of people that Satan will like to have. Amen. A people filled with pride. A people without conviction. A people without burden. Amen. He'll like to have a church that, had, that, that is just moving around in a cycle of, you know, we just go this far and no more. Amen. We just go this far with the Holy Ghost and no more. You know who, who had this kind of religion? It was Pharaoh that had this kind of religion. Pharaoh's religion was that you just go this far and you go no further. Amen. But that wasn't the religion of Moses. Amen. Reli Moses' religion was that I am not going this far and going no more, but I am going all the way. Amen. I am not leaving any hoof behind, but I am going all the way. You know the reason why Moses had that kind of religion? It was because Moses himself was going through a cycle. Amen. Moses was going through a cycle for 40 years. He was on the backside of a desert going through a cycle. He thought the promise was over. He thought that there was no way he was going back to fulfill what God has laid on his heart. But you know what broke his cycle? It was a burning bush that broke his cycle. Amen. And you know, we might be going through a cycle just like Moses was at the backside of the desert. But I tell you what is going to break the cycle is a burning bush experience. Because when he had a burning bush experience, he went back to Pharaoh and he said, I am not going this far no more. But I am going all the way. I am not just going to stop with a one-off experience. But I'm going to get a refilling of the Holy Ghost over and over again. Because I want to be a son of God. I want to be a daughter of God on this age. If this world is going to fall, I am not going to fall. Why? Because I am standing on the word of God. And if I am standing on the word of God, I know that everything will pass away. But the word of God will never pass away. I tell you, church, God, what he needs to save them is the people that are burdened for a Felon of the Holy Ghost. You had us, man. We've got so much of the mechanics, and it's good to have the mechanics. But God is wanting a dynamic church, a church that is moved by the Holy Ghost, a church that is moved by the power of God. Oh, hallelujah! You know, Satan knows. He knows that a church without vision perishes. Why? Because the scripture says so. That if we have no vision, what do we do? We perish. Amen. So he would like to have a church that has no vision. And Brother Ed was talking about it this morning. You know, we, 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 we know much of the time is gone. So sort of intends to let them, I'll let them slip. But because Brother Ed touched on them this morning. Amen. And, but he like to have a church that has no vision because without vision the church perish. Amen. But you know, I believe that we have received a message that it didn't come to throw us in a cycle. Amen. This message didn't come to throw us in a cycle. Amen. It didn't come to make message believers that just go around in a cycle. But I believe that this message came to break the cycle. Amen. It came to break us out of the cycle that we live in. It came to break us out of the cycle of denomination into a place where we caught the revelation of the word of God. Amen. It didn't come to put us in a cycle. I don't believe that this message came to bring a limitation or a margin to revelation. 
Amen. This message didn't come to say this is as much as revelation that you can receive. Oh, I don't believe that this message either came to tell you that this is the boundary. This is how far you can go in a relationship with God. Amen. It didn't come to send boundaries to say, you know, you can't have, you know, a deeper relationship with God. But it came to stare our hearts that we may go back to the place where all we hunger and thirst for is God. Oh, I don't believe the message came to put a limitation on the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. To say, you know, once you have one experience, you're good. I believe that this message came to give a refilling of the Holy Ghost. A constant refilling of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I believe that's the reason why this message came. I believe this message came to open a door, a channel between God and man that will bring man back in the presence of God again. In the presence, in a place where man can break out of every cycle that Satan will try to put him back into. And you women this evening, because Satan will try to throw you in a cycle of formality. Amen. Try to throw you in a cycle of lukewarmness. Try to throw you in a cycle of depression, of anxiety, and all these kind of things. A cycle of fear, and a, and a cycle of uncertainty, and a cycle of impatience. Amen. You try to throw you in a cycle, and you just keep going around, and you go, and you just go this far, and it pulls you back again. And it seems that you can't break free from the chains. Amen. Even though you're sitting in a message church and you know there is power in the message, but you find yourself just going around on a cycle that you just can't break out of. But I believe that this message came to break us out of the cycle. I believe that in this last age we have a generation, amen, that God has called to break out of any cycle. Because this message indeed has power. This message indeed has an anointing on it. But the anointing cannot stay in the message. The anointing must move on the people. Amen. When you get into the message, there's an anointing on those tapes. But we can leave the anointing on the tapes. But the anointing is supposed to move from the tape into the heart of the believer. Because the message is going to put on feet again. The message is going to put on hands again. The message is going to have another voice again. You will be made a final voice for a purpose. To speak the word again. To speak the anointing again. There is a vision that we must step into. This is the season to step into that vision. And the only way to step in that vision is to break the cycle that we are in. And time as a tabernacle need to break out of the cycle. Are you with me this evening? We need to break out of the cycle. God wants to give more. Hallelujah. God has got more for you. He's got more for me. But someone is going to have to break out of the circle. Paul will say in Philippians 3 verse 13 to 14. He said, brethren, I can't not, I can't not myself to have apprehended. See, friends, we may not understand all things. Why certain things happen? Why certain things come away? And why this happen or why that happens? We may not understand it all. But you know what Paul did? He said, I may not apprehend it, but you know what? But this one thing I do, forgetting those things that are, which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. But you know, Satan wants you to stay in a cycle where you're just looking at the things that are behind. The things that happen and we still tie to them. Are you with me? We still tie to the things of the past and the things that are happening. We can't understand them. Friends, if they happen, we can't change them. 
So we might as well let them be what they've been and move on. Because that's what Paul said I am going to do. I may not comprehend everything, but I'm leaving them all behind. I'm not going to let myself entangle with a cycle or trying to figure out what happened back then. And why did that happen? I'm going to live it there, but I'm going to move on. Amen. He said, I press towards the mark of the price of the high calling of God. There is God that is calling us to a higher calling in Christ Jesus. He's calling you. He's calling me to say, come up higher. Amen. And Paul said, I'm leaving it all behind because there's someone that is calling me. There's someone that is pulling me. I'm not going to be entangled and be, and be roaming around on the things of this world, but I'm going to press on and move on to a higher calling. Paul will say again in Hebrews 6, 1 to 3, he said, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrines of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Amen. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards, towards God. Is that of the doctrine of baptism and of laying on hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment? Is that, and this will do if God permits. Paul is saying here, you know what? We've got all these doctrines and we know the doctrines. Amen. We know all the doctrines of this message. Paul is saying we know them as good baptism and what God had and all these things. We can name them all. We know them. But he's saying, okay, let's leave those now. And let's go on to perfection. You see, Satan can get us all pain in the circle of, you know, I know and I've got a message and we listen to the tapes and it's good to listen to the tapes. But, you know, we come to a place where it becomes just a head knowledge. You know, I know it and I know it and I can argue with you and I can prove you I know more than you do. And, and it becomes a head knowledge and that's all the circle that we're in. We listen to the tape to get knowledge. So that I can say that I know. But the tape is not becoming a life anymore. But it's just becoming a head knowledge. And I can quote all the code. Someone mentions, oh yeah, that's is in that code and that paragraph and it's this and that. It's good to know it. But it has to live. Paul is saying, let's leave those doctrines. We know the doctrines. We've said in this message, we know the doctrines, but it's time to go on to perfection. It's time to be perfected. It's time to move from all these things and let's go on to perfection, to a place where the message is living. To a place where we've got perfect love in our hearts. Because that's what the message came to produce. Perfect love. That will bring perfect faith. Brother John will speak on that some time ago. Perfect love. That will bring perfect faith. Let's move on to perfection. Because it is perfection that will bring a rapture. Amen. It is perfect faith that will bring a perfect rapture. It is love that will enter there. Nothing else is going to enter there. Love in the Holy Ghost will enter there. It's good to know the doctrines Paul is saying, but it's time to move on to perfection. It's time to break out of the cycle and move on to perfection. Oh, hallelujah. Because they tell you this message didn't come. 
Then I come to bring the vision. This message didn't come to bring the vision. It came to bring unity. The reason why there are division is because people have gotten a cycle. It is a cycle that has brought a division. Because they believed in a so far religion. And if you're not in my circle, then you age. Because it's just a so far religion. But this message didn't bring division. This message brought love and not hatred. Are you with me this evening? Our prophet that we believe showed love even to the animal life till God could move on the scene and heal a possum because of love this message brought love brother Branham said even though I don't agree with you in your doctrine if I can't put my arms around you and call you my brother I ought to be back at the altar this message came to breed love not hatred but Satan will put you in a cycle and bring hatred. But this message came to bring love. This message came to bring brotherly kindness. Not fussing, not arguing, but brotherly kindness. That's what this message came to bring. But if Satan can get us in a cycle, can get us to a place that someone will say, you know, all that I believe is a 1963 quote. I am a 1963 quote religion. I am a 1964 quote religion. Or I am a 1965 quote religion because that is beyond 63. Oh, you know what? I am just no quote religion. I don't even want them. Cycles, cycles. But it's time to break out of the cycle, church. This message didn't stop in 1965. This message began in 1965. I tell you, the people that sat on the seals, when they were preached them, they didn't understand the seals. Brother Branham sat on the car with his own son, Billy Paul, and asked him, Billy Paul, did you get what I spoke? He said, oh, yes, I did. He said, Billy Paul, did you get what I spoke? He said, you know, Billy Paul, I could count on my fingers the amount of people that got it. And that building was full of hundreds of people. The message began after 65. Amen. Because that's when God started to unveil and reveal what was in the seal to you and me. Brother Branham caught it. He knew it. But there had to be a people that would catch the revelation. And the message went on a cycle, on a cycle. And it started with legalism. If your skirt is not down here, you're out of the message. You and me. <laughs> if you've got a mustache, you're out of the message, brother. you got beard, John. I tell you, you're serpent seed. Legalism, cycles, cycles, legalism. <laughs> Brother Moses, where are you? <laughs> you can't wear short sleeves, Reese. <laughs> cycles and legalism. 
But there came a time that he said, no, the cycle must be broken. The message is not about legalism. The message is about Jesus Christ. And there had to come a time that the cycle had to be broken. That the legalism had to be broken. For the people to see what the message was all about. Amen. But people want to so far religion. Amen. But the revelation continued after 65, church. Friends, we are not looking at a closed book. We are looking at an open book. Amen. The book is open. And if you open a book, there's one thing that means that there are leaves or there are pages that need to be turned. Are you with me? If a book is closed, you have no pages to turn. But if you open a book, then you've got pages to turn. And this message is an open book. This message didn't stop at 65. The pages are still turning. The pages are still turning. Every page has got more revelation of God. Every page of God. More of the filling of the Holy Ghost. But someone has got to turn the page. Someone has got to turn the page. There are people that stay on one page and just go in a circle on only one page. But you need to turn the page. There is more in the message. And our life is that book. And you've got pages in your life that you need to turn. But Satan will try to get you in a circle on one page in your life. A page of guilt, a page of condemnation. And he'll leave you on that page in the book of your life. And he wouldn't want you to turn a page from it. But it's time for someone to break that circle and say, I am going to turn the page. This is not the end of the book. This is not the end of the book. There are more pages to be turned in time, Master Tabernacle. There are more pages to be turned, but it's going to start with you and me to break the cycle. It's going to start with you and me to yield ourselves and allow the Holy Ghost to have us liberty in our midst. Amen. Are you with me this evening? Can I be a little personal this evening? You know I love you all. You know that from me. You know that I love you. Brother Ed, God bless you. Thank you for the smile. But you know, church, we all love the Lord Jesus Christ. We love him with all our hearts, with all our mind, and with all our strength. Amen. But you know, there's certain things that I say, I'm not going to try to be spiritual. But I'm just going to say this, I'm saying this because we sin it. That's the reason why I'm saying it. And the Lord laid on my heart yesterday as, as I was preparing. And, you know, certain times, certain things the Lord laid on your heart. And you just go back to pray and say, Lord, was it really you? Because I don't know if I really want to say this. And as Brother Ed was speaking this morning, I thought, oh, you know what? He actually covered some of these, so maybe I am good. I, I just don't need to touch on them. But this afternoon he came back and he said, you preach what I told you. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do what you told me. Well, you see, church, we can come to a cycle. We're coming to church, it's going to be like, you know, we come to church and we walk in just at the moment that the, the, the song leader is, is making his way to the platform. The 30 minutes of quiet time has become our driving moment. That's the time we drive to church. Church starts at 6.30, we leave home at 7. 
No, it's just that a servant taught you will leave home a servant. Sorry. <laughs> that would be really bad. <laughs> servant taught you will leave home a servant. We take the quiet time driving, minding our own business, and we, we just roll into church. And then we roll into church. The song leader comes up, and he started saying, we don't clap our hands. We don't even sing. And some of us even fold our arms. And we just stand there. You with me this evening? Don't be quiet on me. <laughs> Amen. We don't sing. We don't clap our hands. We fold our arms. Okay, maybe when the preacher comes, things will change. And the preacher comes. And we sit down. And then as we sit down here, we start to think about tomorrow. Are you with me? We start to think about tomorrow and what we're going to do. And, and all of a sudden someone says, hey man, we're thinking, oh my goodness, what did he say? Are you with me? You know, the preacher is preaching and we're sitting in the pew and oh my goodness, the Wednesday night. You know, we're tired. Man, I'm sitting in the back today. Great. Thank the Lord for it. Because I rolled in late, obviously. So, you know, I'm just going to slide a little bit and, you know, I'll be listening to, 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 you know, the boy will say, watch and pray. So, I'm going to watch with my ears and I'm going to pray. So, I'm going to close my eyes. You with me? And we just start to fall asleep. Are you with me? A cycle. A cycle. A cycle. And every service, we come in late. We don't sing. We don't clap our hands. We sit down. We think about you tomorrow. Some of us check out time. Preaches a little too long today. I'll forgive him. This grace. <laughs> Just walk out. What did he preach? I don't know. You with me? Monday. If someone was to call you and ask you, hey, man, I, you know, I, I, was, I was out of town and, and, you know, I couldn't come to service. Hey, could you tell me what a preacher preached? Oh, brother, you know, just go down and stream the service, brother. You know, my goodness. We thank the Lord for the technology today, the finest of light this year. Go and stream the service, brother. Why? Because we don't remember what the preacher preached. A cycle. And we do it over and over again. And Satan is just happy, God. I don't care about him going to church. And it's a message, church. With the full revelation of the message of the hour. A message that the prophet toiled. Toiled. Went through the hardest things of his life. To bring this message. Wept on the pulpit. Cried, rejected, torn down. Left to stand alone. Preach on Paul how demons had forsaken him. 
just to bring this message. But then we get caught up in a cycle where it's just all about coming to church and going out of church. That is all about. We're not retaining anything that has been preached. And obviously we go home, we don't even listen to the tapes. We barely read the Bible, we barely pray. Just a cycle. But it's time to break the cycle. It is time to break the cycle. End time message tabernacle. It is time to break the cycle. Amen. It is time to break the cycle. It is time for a Shamgar to rise up. It is time for Shamgar to say, enough is enough. Amen. To say it is enough for being thrown into the cycle that I've been in for years after years. Where I have become a bench warmer in the presence of God. It is time to break the cycle. You see, Shamgar was going around on a cycle. Every year they come around him and they take his crop away. And it was costing Shamgar his family. Are you with me? Some of you, it is costing your family. The cycle that you are in is costing your family. It is breaking down your home because of the cycle that you are in. Some guy was standing there watching his wife wither away, watching his children wither away. The enemy coming and taking his crop away. And the movement of the Holy Ghost and the Spirit and, and the Lord lays on your hand to say, stand on your feet or lift up your hands. But here come the Philistines and tell you, you can't do it. It tells you, you can't worship. The Lord is moving on your hand and say, you know, just come to the altar and I want to meet you there. And I like the way Brother Ed brought it this morning. The altar is not just a common place to come and, and just come kneel here and feel good about it. No. It's about being convicted and being drawn to the altar. But then we won't do it because, you know, if we do it, what are they going to think about me? The Philistines coming and robbing the crop. But there came a time that Samuel said, enough is enough. You know, sometimes, you know what you need to do? Go back and look at the things that Satan has robbed out of your life. Because, you know, that's what Samgar did. Samgar said the thing, he said, these people have broken down my family. These people have taken away my joy. These people have taken away my peace. These people have taken away everything from me. And you know what brought Samgar to break the cycle? He started to recall who he is. He started to say, but I've got a circumcision. What does the circumcision say? What can I do with the circumcision? The circumcision is the Holy Ghost. And it's time for someone to say, what can I do with this Holy Ghost that has been given to me? And some can say, maybe I, I may not be a preacher. I may not know all the revelation and the message. 
I may not have sat in Brother Brenham's meetings, but there's one thing I know, that I am a circumcised Israelite. And I know that the same God that brought down the walls of Jericho, he still lives today. Are you with me this evening, church? There is a need of a some God to rise up. The same God that moved in the room because the prophets had to talk about the power of God and saved and restored the broken home of Addie Wright. He said, the same God is here. Sam God started to say, the Holy Ghost can do the miraculous. Even though I'm alone, I am not a soldier, but I'm a son of God. I am a daughter of God. He said, I'm going to pick up the ox code. I'm going to pick up the ox code. These Philistines have robbed me long enough, but it's time to pick up the ox code. Are you with me, church? It is time for some Sam God to rise up. Why do you want to be in a cycle of being a bench warmer in church? I'm being an instrument that Satan is using in the midst of the bride. Church, it's time to break the cycle. It's time to break the cycle. You've got more than enough gold in your hands. You've got the Holy Ghost in your hands. You can do more damage with the Holy Ghost than anything else that you have. But someone is going to have to pick it up. And someone's going to have to challenge the enemy. And say, I'm going to face this Philistine. Whatever he's robbed from me, I'm going to face him. And I'm going to take it back. Are you with me this evening? It's time for someone to break out of these cycles of when. Oh, hallelujah. Listen, young person. You've got a sham guy on the inside of you. Satan has been robbing you. Has been sitting here on a pew. And trying to let you think that that is all that you can do. I tell you, there must arise a sham guy on you. To say, I'm sick and tired. Listen, young person, this message is not for your dad only. This message is for you. But you've got to pick up the ox gold. You've got to take that Holy Ghost and you've got to whip that devil. You are a devil whipper. You are a giant slayer. It's time for you to rise up and say, this is my season. This is my time. This is my season to break out of my cycle. I've sat on a pew. I've let the devil sleep me on a pew. I've sat on a pew. I've let the devil distract me. Get nothing from the service. I've sat on a pew, not understood it. Why? Because I don't understand the message. I've not been in the message. And I don't know what they mean when they say son of God and this and that. It is time for someone to say, I'm going to pick up this ox code. I'm going to pick up this message. I'm going to go and do it myself. I'm not going to let the preacher be the only one to tell me about this message. I'm going to go into it myself. I'm going to take a tape. I'm going to listen to it. Even if it's one tape a day, I'm going to do it. 
You want me, young people? It's time to break out of the cycle. All these cold formal ways that we've had for these years, it's time to break out of them. You want me? God didn't put you here just to be here. He's got a purpose in your life. But you've got to have a determination in your heart to say, I am sick and tired and I want to come out of this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Branham will say, Give me a preacher. Give me a Christian. Give me a housewife that is a Christian. Give me a farmer or a factory worker that will put God first in everything he does. And I'll show you a man. You might be just a housewife. You might be just a son in a home. You might just be a daughter in a home. But Brother Brunner said, you just let God get a hold of you. You put God first. Brother Bram said, you possess everything in spite of what Satan would throw or put on him. Well, someone's going to have to break out of it. Someone's going to have to break out of that cycle. It was on the island of Patmos. After the fallen in the Garden of Eden, you know, everything had fallen in the Garden of Eden, and, and there was a chaos, and there was a cycle that the people were going in. Man, church, I, I forgive me, I, I got quotes, but uh, I don't know, I don't, I, at the moment I haven't read any of them, but I hope you're okay with that. Uh, don't think that I'm not a coach, I'm not a quote quoter for a preacher, okay? You know, very soon you put me in a box, but Max doesn't quote anymore. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, don't put me in a box, okay? We just follow the leading of the Holy Ghost, all right? We got quotes here, we, we can read them. We can read them from the message preparation and all those kind of things, we got them. But right now, with time and everything, we, we just want to preach the word, is that okay? Is that okay? Just, just If you're offended because I didn't read a quote, I'm sorry. I don't mean to say I'm not reading a quote. Maybe we'll read one at the end. I don't know. Whatever the Spirit do, okay? But, but just bear with me this evening. Is that all right? Amen. But you see, the world had fallen into a chaos, amen. And, and you know, after, after the Garden of Eden, here, here was Adam and Eve, and, and, and there was a fallen race, a fallen generation, and here the world was going through a cycle. A cycle of chaos, a cycle of uncertainty, amen. And, and man had lost the intimate relationship that they had with God from the beginning. After the fall in the Garden of Eden, amen. They had lost that intimate relationship and, and now God was speaking to them only through a prophet. But you see, God's purpose was to restore man back into that fellowship again. Are you with me? It was restored them back into that fellowship again, even though the world and the people were going around in a cycle. So it was on the island of Patmos when, when John was found on this island. When, when you, know, the, you know, the Spirit came unto him and the, the Bible said that John was, was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. And, you know, John was starting to see different things. And, and at a certain point, there will be a voice that will say, John, come up higher. Amen. Are you with me? See, John was on the earth and he was just going through a cycle. But a voice came and said, John, come up higher. Amen. And John came up higher. And as John came up higher, he started to behold different things that were happening in the higher realms. And all of a sudden, he said that he saw a strong, mighty angel that started to proclaim with a loud voice and said, Who is worthy? Who is worthy to open this book and to lose the seals thereof? 
Amen. See, the world had been on a cycle. It had been on a cycle. Why? Because after the fall, there was chaos. After the fall, the relationship was lost. And so everything was in a chaos. And here was an angel proclaiming, saying, who is worthy to open the book? Who is worthy to open the book? And John said, you know, he looked around and there was no one that was worthy to open the book. And the scripture said that John wept. John wept. Why? Because there was no one that was worthy to open the book. If one was no more about this, you can listen to the tape to preach. Amen. I got quotes. As I said, I could quote them, but we just have to keep going. Amen. And so, and so here he is, and he, and, and he started to weep and, and because no one was there to open the book. And you know, sometimes we become like John. And we start to weep because the cycle that we're in, there is no one that can break us out of that cycle. You've been to the doctor and the doctor has told you there's nothing I can do anymore. Because the doctor can help you to break out of the cycle. You're going through a cycle of depression or you're going through a cycle of anxiety or you're going through any kind of cycle and you know that there is no man on earth that can break you out of your cycle. That was where John was, was and was looking and was looking and no man was able to take that book, even look upon that book and lose the seals thereof. And we get there sometimes in our cycles and we, we know that we need God. The things that I've just said, that you sit in a pew and it's hard to follow a service. No man can help you come out of it. Only God can do it. Only God can break you out of that cycle. And so here was John and he was sitting there and he's, he's weeping and, and as the tears were running down his eyes. Brother Branham said he was wept for just about a minute. And there was another voice that came forth. And he said, Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, he had prevailed to open the book and to lose the seven seals thereof. Are you with me this evening? See, you may be going through your cycle and it looks like no one is able to help you out. But I want you to know that the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. He has opened the seals of your life. He has already broken the cycle. Are you women this evening? He has already prevailed to restore his people back in a relationship with him again. He has broken the cycle to a place where he can come back in the cool of the evening. When you sit down with your family in the cool of the evening and you start to have your devotions, that he can come back down again in the cool of the evening and he can fellowship with you and he can reveal himself to you. Are you with me? Because the lion had prevailed and he had broken the seals. You see, each and every one of us had a seal on our lives when we were born. If you were born in a message home, you still had a seal on your life because you just followed mommy and daddy and you came to church because mommy and daddy came to church. You had a seal on your life. If you went to the world and you came out of the world, you had a seal on your life and you were going around in a circle of sand on your way to hell, living in adultery and all sorts of tents. You were running around in a circle. But one day you had a voice. You had a voice to call your name. 
and it broke the seal that was upon your life. It broke you out of the cycle that you were in. I want you to know that the same God is still here this evening. He can break you out of your cycle again. If he brought you out of the world, he'll take you into the rapture. Are you with me this evening? If you broke the cycle once, he can break it twice, he can break it three times, he can break it four times, he can break it forever. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. No wonder John shouted and he said, Blessings and honor and glory and power. Be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and to the Lamb forever. Why? Because he had broken the cycle. He has broken the seals. He had revealed who you are. Let me say this to you. The book that was supposed to be open was you. You are the book that was supposed to be open. In the seventh church age, you are the book that has been opened. God revealing who he is through you. Are you women this evening? Hallelujah. He has broken the seal of your life. And if he has broken the seal of your life, can he not break the cycle that Satan has thrown you in? He's here to break the cycle this evening. Oh, hallelujah, you with me? I said he's here to break the cycle. We've had services where we've rededicated our lives. In these last three services, we've had services where we've consecrated our lives. But I wonder this evening if maybe we want to have a service for a refilling of the Holy Ghost. For the dynamic to take its place in the church. To break this cycle that we've been in for years. Are you with me this evening? We need a refilling to break the cycle. Because it is the lion that can break the cycle. And the lion has come down in the form of the Holy Ghost. On the inside of you. To reveal himself again. Are you with me? He has come down and crying to break that cycle. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Church, we are not here this evening for a booster of the Holy Ghost. See, that's what we've had many a times. Just a booster. COVID brought boosters. I never knew the word booster until COVID came. But we've just had boosters of the Holy Ghost. We get boosters Sunday morning. We get boosters Sunday evening. We go Monday, Tuesday. We come up for another booster on Wednesday. We go Thursday, Friday. Oh my goodness, I'm dying out. I can't wait for Sunday to come because my booster is failing me. And we come back for another booster. And then we go for another booster. Many young people have only had boosters of the Holy Ghost. Booster a camp. Three, down, three months down the line, back in the same cycle. Just a booster. Booster in a special meeting. Three weeks later, back in the same cycle. Just a booster. This evening we're not here for a booster. We're done with the boosters. 
We can throw them back in the garbage. We don't need boosters in this age. What we need is an inoculation. The one that kills it right there and never brings it back again. We need an inoculation of the Holy Ghost that don't throw us in a cycle. That we go out of the service and come back three months later and we're back in the same cycle. Still coming to church late. Still sitting on a pew and not singing and not clapping. We want an inoculation to break the cycle. Are you with me this evening? We need an inoculation to break the cycle. The musician can start making your way. To break the cycle, church. You know, it has been said that the plane has got a cycle that it goes through. Brother Jared, you can tell me more about it. But if I'm not mistaken, every plane can go to a certain height. Is that right? The helicopter can go to a certain height. You know, the little planes can go to a certain height. The plane that we used to go and fly around the world, they can go to a certain height. And they go just a height to that height and they come back down. They just go around on a cycle. But I, I have been told that there is a plane that they built. And this plane is a different type of plane. It doesn't follow the same cycles of every plane. But this plane was built to break the cycle. Because all the planes have got a barrier that they cannot break. But this plane has got the ability to break the barrier. And the barrier is the sound barrier. The barrier is the sin barrier. The barrier is the lukewarm barrier. The barrier is the religious barrier. The barrier is the formality barrier. The barrier is the forces barrier. The indifference barrier. But there is a plane that can break out of that barrier. And you are that plane. You are that plane that can break out of that barrier. You are that eagle that can break out of that circle. We are living in a season that God is calling the people to break out of the circle. It is time for some sham guys to rise up and say, I'm taking my ox code. I am taking my ox code. I am not going to be just like a normal plane that go through a cycle and come back down. I am breaking out of the cycle. I am claiming the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I am claiming the power of this message. I am taking back that which the devil has stolen away from me. Are you with me, church? Some of us are walking in a cycle of sickness. It's time to break out of us. God has got the power to heal. God has got the power to restore. But someone's got to pick up that ox gold this evening. There is a cycle that needs to be broken. Because once you break that cycle, it's unlimited what you can do. It's unlimited what this church can do. If we can break out of the cycle that we're banana. Are you in my church this evening? How many of you say, I really want the refilling of the Holy Ghost this evening? I want to break out of the circle. I want the power of God to search through my life, to search through every service. I don't want it to be ordinary services. 
What would it be like if it came to every server with the expectation that we had for the special meetings? What would the service be? Every service we came in the same expectation. Then what would the special meetings be when we get there? And what if we took that anointing of that special meeting and rode a little higher? What would the next one be? But we've got to break out of the cycle. This is a Holy Ghost anointed church. You are a Holy Ghost anointed young people. Come out of the circle. There's a voice saying, come up higher. Come up higher. Let go of everything. And let God have his way in your life. Come to a place to say, Lord, I want more. I want more. I want you to stay. I want you to stay. I just don't want you to stay, but I want to live this place with you. You see, those that were on their way to Emmaus, they were on their way to Emmaus, and here, here the Spirit of the Lord came with them and, and was speaking to them. And they said, our heart did burn. But you see, many a times we just have our heart burn on a service. But then when we come to the end of it, instead of entertaining him, we let him go. But those on the way of Emmaus said, no, we're not going to let you go. Come on in with us. Because you've got the truth. You're telling us something we've never heard before. Come on over in. It's time for someone to say, come on in. Come on in. Let the message come in. Let the word come in. Come on in. Come and reveal yourself more unto me. Are you with me this evening? And it's time to break out of the cycle. And it's time for a filling of the Holy Ghost. How many will say, I want more? I want more, Lord. I don't just want a heart burn this evening, but I want you to come in. I want you to take you with me. I want to take you with me. When I go to my home, when I go to my work, I want you to be there with me. Why don't you stand on your feet if that's what you believe? And that's what you want to receive this evening. Whether you're a young person, whether you're a mom, you're a dad this evening, it's the season to break out of the cycle. The Almighty God is here for three services. The Holy Ghost has been laboring, laboring, laboring. And he's come back again, laboring. And maybe there is more to come. Still laboring. But someone's got to respond. Someone's got to respond and say, here I am. Send me. Send me, Lord. Let me be the one. Let me be the one, Lord. The call of fire is here. You say, Lord, I've done wrong. I feel iniquity in my heart. The call of fire is here. To touch your lips and cleanse you from all iniquity. Isaiah has been in a cycle. Following Uzziah over and over again. But there came a day that Isaiah had to break out of the cycle. And you know how he broke out of it? He came into the presence of God. And there is why he broke out of a cycle.
There was a little lady by the name of Hannah. Over and over again, he's been to the temple. Are you with me? Over and over again, gone to the temple. Every year she goes to the temple. She was a barren woman. Every year to the temple. She was in a cycle. Nothing was changing in her life. But one day she said, this day is different. This day I'm going to the temple with a different attitude. I am not coming back the same way I am going. Let them laugh at me. Let them make fun of me. I don't care about this evening. It's my evening. This evening is the time that I'm breaking out of my barrenness. It is time for someone to say this evening. It's the time that I am breaking out of my barrenness. The barrenness of the Holy Ghost. The barrenness of, uh, of a pull for the Word of God. The barrenness of a hungering and a thirsting for the Word of God. The barrenness that I have no desire to pick up a tape and listen. To kneel and pray. The barrenness. I am not going to live the service the same. I want to be the Hannah this evening. Where my barrenness is taken away. Maybe someone say, oh, I need to come to the altar. Oh, I need to come for prayer. I don't care, whatever. I want you to be led by the Holy Ghost this evening. Not what I say, but what the Holy Ghost is leading you to do this evening. That makes sure you do it. Let's break out of the circle like Hannah did. This is my season. This is my time. This is my season. This is my time. Then as we leave this building to go to a different place, it's the contest, Jeffersonville, and go our homes and to meet outside and to meet the world, let's not go as we have in former times. Let's go in the power of his resurrection. Let's go in the name of Jesus Christ with the banner lifted high. And with faith in his word to handle the two-edged sword. With the shield and with full armor of God to meet the enemy. Because he's getting stronger and more powerful every day. But as the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of God raises up a standard against it. If we can come to the end of these tents. And the mysteries of God has been completed with us. We are looking for more strength. A rapture and strength to meet the words first. That will rapture the church and take it into glory. We must have it. Brother John, why don't you come up for a moment? I wanted to sing that song again. Oh, I want more. Jesus, oh, you want more. Oh, you want more. Oh, church, church, let's surrender all. Say tonight, I'm giving it all away. Let's sing it, John. I know what it's like to be in the presence of the Lord and not know what time it is. 
Cause time stands still And bodies were healed And families restored Because we stayed In the presence of the Lord, have to say a word. No one had to say a word. Couldn't even make a sound. But I'd give up everything. Give it all up the same for this treasure I found Give it up! I never wanted to end Oh, hallelujah! So I say stay I don't want you to go Please stay. 
I don't want you to go Cause my heart is burning In your presence, Lord I want more So I'll stay Where else would I go? Cause my heart is burning Cause my heart is burning Oh, my heart is burning In your presence, Lord. 